Welcome to the Ridley College podcast. In 2024, we are pleased to be expanding our podcast with more regular episodes and a broader range of conversations. Here, you'll find public lectures, stories from our students and faculty, and insights from leading experts on the Bible, theology, and ministry. Hello, and welcome back to the Ridley College podcast. I'm Hannah Craven, Associate Lecturer in Christian Thought here at Ridley College, and today my guest on the podcast is the Reverend Dr. Michael Bird. Michael is in Theology and New Testament Academic Dean and also Deputy Principal here at Ridley College. Uh, Mike is uh, multiply talented and has fingers in many pies. Uh, many of our listeners will already know a lot about you, Mike, but um, after, is it, how many years at Ridley, 20 years at Ridley? No, only eleven, Hannah. I'm not. I'm not that old. <laughs> maybe it. Maybe it feels like an eternity. I think uh, you were here for twenty years. <laughs> uh, I've been here for eleven. Uh, All right. Maybe it feels like a lifetime for some people, but yeah. It's... All right. Well, after eleven years at Ridley, is there anything that uh, that we don't know about you? Anything you can tell us about yourself that would surprise us still? Oh, I think there's a few things. I was I was born in a country that no longer exists. Oh, say more. Uh, well, it's a country in Europe, and it doesn't exist anymore. I mean, the I mean, the ground is still there. It hasn't been like swallowed up and like fallen off the earth, but it has a different name now than what it used to have. Sure. Would so, you like to tell us, or would you want to let the listeners? Well, get? it wasn't it wasn't Atlantis. It wasn't Narnia. Uh, it wasn't Pangolia or anything like that. I was born in uh, West Germany, which, uh-huh. of course, is now just part of Germany. Yeah. Wow. Uh, one other interesting fact, uh, I, I never set out to become a biblical scholar. Uh, I spent some time as a soldier in the military, but in my you know adolescence, I really wanted to write musicals for a living. I wanted to be a lyricist and have shows in the West End and Broadway. Is that right? You always talk about musicals, but I always thought that was, to be honest, a bit of a joke, but it's for real. No, I really do like musical theatre. I mean, well, you know me, I'm basically the uh, Hugh Jackman of Ridley. So, you know, <laughs> you know, a little bit a little bit Wolverine, a little bit of the boy from Oz, you know, it's with a dash of red hair. That's, that's kind of who I am and what I do. I do. I do have a slight theatrical side. You may have noticed this, Hannah. There is a slight theatrical side. I'm just not sure I've ever heard you sing. Yeah, I didn't say I was good at performing musical. Okay. I said I'm I'm more like the Andrew Lloyd Webber or okay. the Stephen Sondheim. I'm not there to sing. I'm there to write the lyrics for the show. Got it. So, yeah, you don't want to hear me sing. It is not a pleasant sound, kind of like a cat being slowly tortured. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not sure if this is a natural segue from uh, musical theatre, but Mike is uh, here on the podcast today to tell us all a little bit about um, this year's upcoming Ridley study tour. Mike, what's a study tour? A study tour is where a lecturer leads a cohort of students. Let's call them a troop, a traveling troop of students. And they go on this learning experience, a, a, a journey and where they go to some of the famous biblical sites, in the case of this course, some famous places like the city in Antioch, Ephesus, Troas, Athens, Corinth. And we go along in our journey through Turkey and Greece, 
and we we sit around like being at the Areopagus where Paul delivered his famous sermon, sermon, or we go to the uh, famous amphitheater in Ephesus, uh, or we go to some parts of you know ancient Galatia and we read some text together. We study it, but not just at a distance, looking at some pages. We stand in the actual ancient places where the apostles themselves walked preached, taught, and in some cases got chased out of town. And it, that's it's to add a, a whole bunch of textures and sensations and experiences that will overlay our study of the book of Acts. Sounds amazing. Um, so it's a group of students and some Ridley faculty, um, and essentially it, it's a Ridley subject that you can take by visiting other parts of the world. Yep, it's a, it's a subject you can do with us. Now, you've got to pay a little bit up front for your travel. Uh, some of it you can put on fee help, but we also are taking audit students who you know, may want to come along just for the ride because, you know, who doesn't want to follow in the footsteps of St. Paul and travel around, you know, Turkey and Greece and see the sights, the smells, the tastes, and learn a lot a lot more about the Bible as well. So yeah, it's it's for a lot of different people. And for many people, I need to stress this, it's a once in a lifetime experience. They may never again ever get the chance to travel through these famous and these extraordinary biblical sites in Turkey and Greece. It's true. I've been on one Ridley study tour when I was a student and uh, I feel like I'm spending a lot of energy trying to think about how I can get myself to go on another one, but I'm not sure it's ever going to happen for me. Um, but so why does Ridley to uh, Greece and Turkey? Why those places? Well, they're very important places uh, in the book of Acts. A lot of things happens there all the way from the south of Turkey in, in Cilicia on the Syrian border, all the way up to the north, up to Troas. And uh, let's be honest, going to Syria and Israel right now is perhaps not the safest option in the world. So going through Turkey and Greece, which are you know relatively safe places and spaces, I mean that they're good places to go. There's great things to see. I mean the Turkish government, you know, really does invest a lot of money in promoting tourism to these places, and, and so do so do the Greeks. So Athens, Corinth, Ephesus, it's worth going just for those three cities alone. So Ridley runs uh, a few study tours, um, Old Testament tours in Israel, New Testament tours, Greece and Turkey, and uh, history tours in other parts of the world too. Yeah, we right? do. We do a Reformation study tour through parts of uh, Central or sorry Western Europe and the UK. I mean, there there is a plan to one day do a a kind of a uh, history of evangelicalism tour in parts of. North America, you know, up around New England, and particularly something great for the Jonathan Edwards buffs there, or anyone who likes the the great American revivals. Uh, you know, that, they'll be on the cards in the future too. Mm. Well, you've already mentioned uh, a few um, names of places, a few Bible figures, but um, can you tell us maybe in a little bit more detail? Are there a couple of sites that you are really looking forward to, and why, or maybe some places that that you felt are especially significant when you visited them for understanding the Bible or um, helping you learn about uh, the gospel or, or the Bible or its background or, or anything like that? 
Well, two places. I mean, I've done Greece. I haven't done Turkey. So I am looking forward to go to Turkey. In particular, I want to go to Ephesus because this is a, a premier site in in Turkey these days. It's it's very famous for its Roman ruins. There's, I mean, there's a lot of really good stuff to see in ancient Ephesus. You know, you've got the, the various temples, the, you know, the Temple of Artemis uh, and the like. Uh, but I also want to do a drive-by on Colossae uh, because at the moment, even though it's just a big mound of dirt and grass, there's not much to see, that there are plans to excavate it. And I am looking really forward to see what they dig up when they eventually excavate ancient Colossae. But from the sites I have been, I have to tell you, the stuff in Greece is fantastic. Athens mm. is terrific. You can go down to uh, the, 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 the places where all the philosophers would walk about. You can go up to the Areopagus. You can see where Paul debated pagan philosophers. You've got some great sites about the history of ancient Greece. Uh, Corinth is also quite amazing. You can see the ruins of Corinth. You can even see... Uh, the inscriptions about Gallio, you know, where and and the judgment seat where he would have sat when he would have, you know, passed judgment on, you know, Paul and some of the early Christians and the people who were around there. And you can see the the meat market where they would have sold meat sacrificed to idols. You can see the temple to Augustus they would have there. You can see this massive Acrocorinth, this absolutely huge stone mountain that overlooks the city. And it's a fa it's a fantastic place. It's a it's a great one to visit. So for any students who come along with that, uh, we will have a great time. We'll get ourselves some 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 Greek salads, maybe some Caesar salads, because they're very. I have to say, the Greeks are very generous with the feta. When you order a salad, it's like you're like it's like just like like a big blocks of feta the size of your hand. You should come just along for the Greek salads. It's great olives and feta and everything. It's it's a it's shummy. And we'll be staying in some quality hotels. It won't be five-star at the Ritz, but it won't exactly be the YMCA either. We'll be in some Good nice coffee. hotels. Good coffee in Greece too. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't know about Hannah because, as you know, I'm not a coffee drinker. No, no, you're I'm a, I'm I a uh, highly recommend drinker. the Espresso Freddo. That was my uh, discovery in Greece, coffee discovery. Yeah, well, I, I just like Greek salads. Greek salad, yeah. Sivlaki with chips in it. Oh, so, yes. Pretty good things. That is I've actually good. been to Athens a couple of times. We took our kids to the Areopagus, and um, it's a really actually amazing memory for them. What do you really learn just looking at old rocks and, and old bits of stone and kind of, you know, half-fallen-down temples? Does it? How does that actually kind of teach you something? What might I learn that's new that I can't get from, you know, just studying at Ridley? Well, I, I think it allows you to activate your imagination. Now, in your case, you know, Hannah, when you read about Paul at the Areopagus, you're no longer just trying to imagine. You know what the place looks like. You can kind of picture Paul, you know, where he stood, you know, where he was standing, what he was doing. You've seen what the place looks like. So if you like, it takes us from a 2D imagination to a kind of 3D experience as you have an almost like a hologram in your mind of what you think was going on there. And I mean, you also, you know, realize some things like, you know, when Paul was talking about meat sacrificed to idols, you know, in Corinth, you can see, well, 
this is where the meat market was. And you can kind of imagine all the, all the meat being laid out and, and people walking past and buying it and, you know, sawing off a chunk and taking it home. Or if you go through Ephesus, you know, you, you can see uh, the amphitheater where Paul was nearly, you know, mobbed and people shouting, you know, great as Artemis of the Ephesians and, and that kind of a thing. So it's, it's stuff like that. It, it adds texture. It adds color. And it allows you to really, perhaps for the first time ever, to really picture what was it like, what would have been like to be a bystander watching all of this take place. Mm. It's a helpful reminder too, isn't it, um, of, of the kind of distance between us and the Bible's world perhaps, um, which sometimes we can forget. Just that there is a there's a distance of geography. It's a different place, a different climate, a different time, a different world, and to, yeah, as you say, to actually kind of enter into that imaginatively helps you kind of see things differently. I remember um, on the Areopagus, you know, just actually seeing what Paul saw <laughs> and thinking, you know, when he says "Men of Athens, I can see." And he talks about, um, you know, their their religion and their idols. And you can actually see everything that he's looking at as he's saying that. And you go, oh, I can see that too. I can actually see that, like, in front of me because here's yeah. the Acropolis and the... Yeah, see the, see the, yeah, see the, the Acropolis with all the, with all the deities there. Yeah. Then you've got, yeah. you got the markets below. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. I want to come on the tour. Well, um, I, may, I may need someone to carry my bags for me, Hannah. I may need someone to carry my bags. Oh, yeah, I'll, I can fit in a suitcase. So in terms of how this qualifies as a, a subject for study at Ridley, Mike, how much work do you have to do? Um, do you just kind of wander around looking at things and uh, saying, hey, that's cool, or what's the sort of work study component? Well, we do get students to to commit to this as an actual subject, a, a piece of academic study. So there is a little bit of pre-work that goes into it, you know, a bit of bit of reading, a bit of preparation, you know, and, and we do have some briefings before we go. You know, you've got to, you know, know a little about the country you're going to, safety, security, you know, all those sorts of things. So that there is it. And then but while we're on the trip, you know, people will be keeping a a, a diary or a journal of the things they've learned, the things they've seen. We will kind of literally pause and smell the ruins and go through the various things. And the idea is for the places we visit to actually help the uh, students then write their essays. So you get to do a bit of exegetical work on the Book of Acts, but you get to do that in light of having visited the very sites that you're writing about. Okay, great. So you are going to produce some written work at the end of the tour, and some and some text work. So yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's going to be a great sort of. I won't call it. A, you could call it a. I won't say a pure holiday. It's a bit of an exegetical holiday. So you know, there will be some stuff to do. There will be some some uh, talks, maybe some sermons. Uh, you know, we'll we'll do a few things. You know, maybe maybe we'll even do communion um, on on the beach. Uh, where Paul landed when he first got to Greece, you know, just mm. just outside. Maybe we'll do something like that. I don't know, but we'll have a wonderful time. It is going to be a exegetical, fantabulous bonanza of theological learning and holiday awesomeness. And I should add, uh, Hannah, while we're there, we're going to be celebrating my fiftieth birthday. So, uh. so there's also going to be a bit of a birthday party 
dimension to it. So, right. you know, we'll set sail on the Michael Bird holiday boat and we'll go across the Bosphorus. I think we're also going to hit Gallipoli up as well. You know, a bit of a strain. I think we've got the time in our journey to go hit up Gallipoli. So we'll go see Gallipoli, a very famous Australian uh, war memorial site that's, you know, very important to, you know, the history of the First World War and certainly in the nation building of Australia. We'll do that as well. But I think it's going to be a fantabulous, fun time. Okay, Mike, I'm still final questions when does this tour run uh it runs from the 13th to the 29th of november uh it's not peak season so it should be a little bit cheaper and it won't be as crowded on the standard tourist trail if you go around july august these places are uh, pretty crowded so it's off peak time but still uh, good enough for us to have a really good sojourn and travel around these famous biblical sites and if I'm interested in the tour, what do I need to do next? Well, you should contact the registry at Ridley College and tell them if you want to go, either as a student or as a friend of the college who wants to come as a well-wisher and simply join the journey, uh, join the experience of traveling around Turkey and Greece, and we'll send you some further information about how you can be part of this wonderful trip to Greece and Turkey, following in the footsteps of the Apostles in the Book of Acts. Mike, do um, fees for this trip, can you put them on HEX? Some of them you can. You can put the course fees on. Uh, however, things like the flights and the accommodation, that's got to be paid for out of your own pocket. And a certain part of that will have to be paid as a deposit before we leave. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mike, for coming uh, on our podcast today, talking about this tour. Um, yeah, if you want to find out more, you can contact our registry, you can contact Mike, um, look up our website, and, uh, yeah, we hope lots of you will enjoy the trip. I would look forward to having all and sundry coming along with me for the exegetical feast and also for just wishing me a good birthday. And enjoying coffee. Making Mike mad. Maybe not, maybe not, but the birthday definitely. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Hannah. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Ridley College podcast, brought to you by Ridley College. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing and liking our podcast. Also, be sure to check out our Ridley Chapel Sermons podcast through the link in our podcast description. This podcast is made possible through the generous donations of our alumni and supporters. We welcome your partnership with us in our mission of equipping men and women for God's mission in our rapidly changing and increasingly complex world. If you'd like to contribute to our work, you can donate via the link in the description below.